welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about the golden stool of Ashanti, myth or real? Okay, so in the course of my research talking about African history and things that I really wanted people to know about Africa, I stumbled on this very powerful story that I think will make for a good movie or a stage production or a TV series. It's from the people of Ghana and it is so intriguing, you will be shocked. If you've never heard about the Golden Stool before, I suggest you start to Google it right now. But I'm just going to give you a brief history on things that I found based on some of my research and all of that. So this is called the Golden Stool. Now, I don't speak the language. I can't pronounce it properly, but they call it Sikadwa Kofi. I know that it is wrong. <laughs> I know that my pronunciation is wrong, but it's the Golden Stool born on a Friday. It is said to be the royal and divine throne of kings of the Ashanti people. And it's a symbol of power for the Ashanti people. So according to legend, that's why I said it's either myth or it's for real. People believe in it. I don't know if I do, but I know that there is a golden stool. But how that stool came about is what I'm not sure of. So after you listen to this, please call on all your Ghanaian friends and those that have historians and professors in their families to really confirm how true the story of how the stool came about. Now, I'm not disputing that there is a golden stool, but how it came about is my issue. And here is why I'm saying it. So according to legend, they said that Anoki, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it well, he was the chief priest and is one of the two chief founders of the Ashanti Confederacy. They said he caused the stool to descend from the sky and land on the lap of the first Ashanti king, Osei Tutu. I don't know how possible it is that the chief priest will cause a golden stool to fall on the lap of a king, but they believe it is legend. I'm not arguing. I just wish I could know more. Um, so they said this golden stool is believed to house the spirit of the Ashanti nation, whether you're living, you're dead, or you're not even born. I love this story because I, I can just see it visually. You know, it's the royal throne. And the thing is, this stool must never touch the ground. So what they do is they place it on top of a blanket for it to sit. They do not put it on the ground because of how powerful and how sacred it is. But during an inauguration of a new king, that king is raised and lowered over the stool, but he cannot touch it. Okay, he cannot land on the stool. It will just be over the stool. The golden stool is carried to the king on a pillow. They carry it on a pillow. It's not touching the floor. It's not dragged around. It is carried on a pillow as only the king himself is allowed to handle it. During solemn occasions, the golden stool is placed on the king's left on a throne of its own. It cannot touch the floor. It has its own throne. Okay? <laughs> That's how special this is. I love Africa. I love our history. But they said that many wars have broken out over the ownership of the, of the throne. A lot of people wanted to own it, so they fought and fought. 
because of that throne. And you know that it's the Ashanti people that are the custodians of this throne. So they would rather, rather deport a king. And they deported a king in 1896, Asante Hene, <laughs> I know that I am I'm pronouncing this bad. Uh, forgive me to all my Ghanaian brothers and sisters, but okay, the king Prempe the first was deported. Rather than risk losing both the war and the throne, they just deported him and said, "No, this is not going to work." Now, in 1900, Sir Frederick Hod Hodgson. Ah, okay. Today I'm like bombing the names, but. Sir Frederick, the governor of the Gold Coast at the time, demanded to be allowed. Can you imagine? I know this person is a white man. Came to Africa because you are now the governor of Gold Coast. Now demanded to be allowed to sit on the golden stool. And ordered that a search for it should be conducted. Now, this is not what people want to hear. So there was a rebellion and there was this war of the golden stool. They had to fight because people said you cannot just come and request to sit on the throne just because you're a governor. And this, this fight resulted in the annexation of Ashanti to the British Empire. They fought the British people and said, no, you cannot do this. And they wanted to preserve the sanctity of the golden stool. They fought and said, no, no, no. If we have to cut ourselves off from the rule of the British Empire because of this stool, we will do it. So in 1921... African road workers discovered the stool because this stool was not supposed to be seen by anybody. There are very few people that have access to the stool. There are very few people that are supposed to be able to see the stool. I think the king, the queen mother, um, the true prince, and I think the chief priest. There are very few people that are allowed to know where it is. But in 1921, African road workers discovered the stool and stripped some of the gold ornaments. They removed the gold ornaments from inside. These people that took off the gold ornaments, they were taken into protective custody by the British. Because according to the local custom, anybody that touches that stool or does anything with that stool, you will be sentenced to death. Yep, you heard me right. You will be sentenced to death. That stool has his own throne, has his own guards. It's not a joke. When you see pictures of that stool, the original pictures of that stool from 1935, you would understand the sacred nature of that stool. So for some people to go and steal some gold from it, the British people had to intervene. They intervened and the group was instead banished. Banished. But the people had to be assured that nobody will ever interfere with the stool. But... The, the stool was then given by the British and it was brought out of hiding. They brought the stool out of hiding. So that stool was now used in the ceremony to crown Osei Tutu Prempe II. Remember, the Prempe I was, was uh, deported. He was banished. He was removed. So they used it. They brought it out so that they could crown a new king, Osei Tutu Prempe II. There are some dimensions of the stool that you can check online. It's out there. Um, it's inlaid with gold. There are bells on it to warn the king of impending danger. Um, like I said before, it's not been seen by many people. Only the king, the queen, the true prince, and trusted advisors. They know the hiding place. It has to be hidden. They don't just put it out there like that. But replicas have been produced for the chiefs and at their funerals, 
um, they blacken it with animal blood as a symbol of their power for generations. You know, it's one of the main focal points for, for today. It shows uh, power, succession, and so many other things. I'm asking you guys to please go online and look it up. Go online, find out all you can about the Golden Store of the Asante people, whether you are from Ghana or not, as long as you're African, or even if you're not African, you just want to know about our history. These are, so we have too many stories to tell. These are some stories that you can just decide, you know, I want to make a documentary, or I want to make a movie or a TV series. There are too many things that we can write about, talk about, blog about, write books about from different points of views, from different people. It is so intriguing. Africa is rich with history, with culture, with different things. Go and look it up, okay? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.